0: Good morning. Welcome to Crestview Inspiration, a ministry of encouragement from Crestview Baptist Church in Canton, North Carolina. We want to share with you sweet songs of worship and an uplifting word from the scriptures. While you listen, may the spirit of grace flow from
1: heaven into your heart and home. my king what a beautiful name it is nothing compares to this what a The praise God. Of-
2: Hey everybody, this is Pastor Mark Page. Thank you so much for joining us in worship today. Um, Romans 8.15 says that we have received the spirit of adoption by which we can cry out, Abba, Father. The name of this next song is called Father. I wrote this song um, to encourage the fatherless and the broken and the abused and really anyone who um, desires and needs relationship with their Heavenly Father. Six um, Eight Worship recorded this song at Sky Studios WNC. Thank you so much for listening. A
0: I'm so glad to be back with you today. We're so thankful to minister to you during this distressing time in our nation and in our world through this radio broadcast. We pray you'll be encouraged in your soul and your spirit lifted up as we fix our eyes on Jesus and His Word. I want to point out God's faithfulness today in Daniel chapter 9. I'm going to read, beginning verse 20 to 27. We'll complete last week's message And I've entitled this part, Faithful God. The Bible says, Now while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering, and then informed me and talked with me and said, O oh, Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out, and I have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved. Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublesome times. And after the sixty-two weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself." And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm a covenant with the many for one week. But in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. The theme is God is faithful to fulfill his plan in response to prayer. We saw last week that God is faithful to hear and answer your prayers as Daniel prayed and God answered. And we also saw that God is faithful to execute his timing for his plan. We saw the outline of God's future plan. Revealed in verse 24, there were six accomplishments that we observed last week As we look today at verses 25 through 27 We're going to see certain details emerge from this prophecy The 70 weeks is calculated to be 490 years However, the 490 years will not occur in consecutive succession As we know that the 70th week refers to the time of the end or the great tribulation So the 69 weeks point to 483 years. So what can we expect to happen based on this prophecy? And this is the third way we see the faithfulness of God. God is faithful to restore Israel. In Verse 25. We see in verse 25, Gabriel explains, Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore uh, Jerusalem until the Messiah, the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and 62 weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublesome times. These 69 weeks in verse 25, one day representing a year, and so a week, seven days representing seven years, is broken into two segments. There's a seven-week segment and a 62-week segment. The first segment of seven weeks represents the first 49 years. This segment of time is when Jerusalem will be rebuilt with streets and the wall with trenches. This most likely occurred as a result of the decree issued to Ezra in the seventh year of Artaxerxes I, which is 457 B.C. This is the year Ezra went back to Jerusalem with a wave of returning exiles. There were multiple waves of returning exiles. This is Ezra. And Ezra 7 recounts the restoration of the temple and the resuming of Moses' commands in the temple. However, Ezra could not succeed in rebuilding the wall. So, 12 years later, around 446 BC, Nehemiah came to boost the restoration of Israel by rebuilding the wall, and we know he succeeded. If we calculate the starting date for the first seven weeks, which is 49 years, as 457 BC, then we arrive at the important date of 408 BC. The wall and the trenches were completed during this time period. Then, calculating the 62 weeks from this date, 408 BC, we arrive. At 27 AD, this marks the beginning of the three-year ministry of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. So God did restore Israel and allowed the nation to return from exile so that what is stated by the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Galatians would come to pass. Quote, but when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those Who were under the law that we might receive the adoption as sons. God's timing is always impeccable. God's restoration of Israel occurred, but as Jesus prophesied, there would be another devastation of Israel and Jerusalem, in which not one stone would be left upon another in the temple. The phrase, and the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city. And the sanctuary refers to the Romans under the direction of General Titus, who ransacked and destroyed Jerusalem in 70 A.D. That was 40 years after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. But once again, after a long period of time, Israel will be restored, and the long-dispersed descendants of Abraham will return to the homeland. Multiple prophecies speak to the restoration of Israel in the last days. So remarkably, in May 1948, nearly 2,000 years Since the sacking of Jerusalem by the Romans, the nation of Israel was reborn and reconstituted as a nation, never having had its own government since the Roman general destroyed the holy city. And currently today, Jewish descendants from all over the world have been flocking back to Israel ever since. God's preparing the world for the final phase of His plan. Israel will play a major part of the plan of God in the rapidly approaching climax of history. The unveiling of the Antichrist and the seven years of tribulation on the earth. Romans chapters 9 through 11 speak to God's plan for Israel. As Paul explained it, God is not through with Israel, and we must support the nation of Israel and seek to understand God's plan going forward. To apply this, we must believe that God is in total control of human history, and His plan will be executed. We can trust God even when we can't see exactly how He's working. And in the fourth way that we see God is faithful is He's faithful to fulfill His redemptive plan in Jesus Christ. This marvelous verse 26 in Daniel has been illuminating and powerful to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. The scripture says, After 62 weeks, Messiah, Mashiach in Hebrew, shall be cut off, but not for Himself. What a testimony! One of the strongest verses in the Old Testament pointing to. Jesus Christ as the promised uh, Messiah of Israel uh, and his selfless death for all humanity. Archer notes, If Christ was crucified on 14 Abib, A.D. 30, as is generally believed, this would come out to remarkably exact fulfillment of the terms of verse 25, Christ's public ministry from the time of his baptism in the Jordan until his death And resurrection at Jerusalem must have taken about three years. The 483 years from the issuing of the decree of Artaxerxes came to an end in A.D. 27, the year of the coming of Messiah as ruler. It was indeed after 62 sevens, three years after, that the anointed one was cut off. That's an expression to describe being killed. Jesus Died for others, but he did not die for himself. Here is the substitutionary atonement of Jesus Christ, the Mashiach, the anointed Messiah of God. Here's the essence of the redeeming work that he completed on the cross. The sinless blood given in our place is the ultimate atoning sacrifice. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Here we see Jesus, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, our blessed Savior, who died in our place, who emerges right here in verse 26. We understand also from verse 26 in the next phrase, the people of a prince who shall come will destroy both the city and the sanctuary. This identifies the ransacking of Jerusalem by Titus in 70 AD, but notice that in verse 27, he refers to the prince who is to come, will make a covenant with many for one week. The shift in time is critical. We understand this ruler cannot be the same as Titus, as almost 2,000 years have lapsed since his rule. The final phrase of verse 26 infers that a long period of time of war and desolation is to intervene between the 69th week and the 70th week. The scripture here in verse 27 notes that the future world ruler will make a covenant with the many. The Hebrew word clearly states the many rather than many. Who are the many? This refers to Jewish believers in Christ who are present on the earth during this future seven-year tribulation. This future world dictator will make an agreement with Jewish believers. But we will see that halfway through the seven years at the three-and-a-half-year mark, this future world dictator will break his agreement. With the Jews, this world dictator, following the example of Antiochus Epiphanes, will impose himself upon the whole world, bringing desolation once again in the Holy Temple, ending sacrifice and offerings at three and a half years into the seventieth week, and all pretense of religious toleration will disappear as he exalts himself as the final divine authority on earth. That reminds me of Second Thessalonians two four that says, "Paul writing, let no one deceive you by any means for that day." will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he sits as God in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. The literal translation of this last difficult phrase in verse 26 can be rendered and on the wing of abominations he is going to commit abominations up until the predetermined judgment will be poured out on him. This is what's going to happen to the world ruler. Jesus predicted this in Matthew 24, 15 when speaking of the terrible tribulation to come, this abomination that causes desolation is a trigger for a persecution unlike any in human history. This trigger, commonly called the abomination of desolation, instituted by the cruel world dictator, will make apparent to all the earth dwellers at this time that God's Judgment is imminent. This ruler will remain in control of the world until that final conflict, that war of wars to come spoken of in Revelation 13, which concludes the seven years of tribulation, the end of the 70th week. At the end of the 70th week, the wrath of God will be poured out upon this ruler, confirmed by Revelation 19, known as the little horn of the beast or the prince to come, as mentioned here, the Antichrist, will then be defeated by Christ himself and thrown alive into the lake of fire where he will burn forever and ever. Friend, God has a tremendous plan for the future that will be fulfilled for all the earth. We can judge that since God has been faithful to fulfill his redemptive plan in Jesus Christ at the cross and the empty tube, then he will be faithful to fulfill his plan at the end times just like. This prophecy foretells the question we must ask ourselves. Am I ready when Jesus comes? Am I prepared to meet him? The hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness, was written by Thomas Chisholm, who was born like Abraham Lincoln in a log cabin in Kentucky. As a young adult, he received Christ by faith under the preaching of H.C. Morrison. Chisholm's health was unstable, and he alternated between bouts of illness and employment in which he did everything from journalism to insurance, to evangelistic work through all the ups and downs he discovered new blessings from God every morning based upon lamentations 3 Th- through the lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is thy faithfulness the promises in this verse became very precious to thomas and he wrote this hymn after 30 years of serving christ It was relatively unknown until it became immensely popular around the world by George Beverly Shea and the Billy Graham Crusades. At Billy Graham's 1954 Haringey Crusade, there was a man there whose name was Wilbur Conkle. The first time he heard that, great is thy faithfulness and a flood of memories coursed through his mind. He recalled the dark nights of World War II when London was nearly bombed to oblivion. Each night as the enemy planes came over, Conkle wrote, we cast our care upon him. I quoted this scripture to myself. Great is thy faithfulness. I used it in my prayers. Those were dark days. At times they seemed hopeless. Reminds me of the days we're in now. It was in those darkest hours that God proved his faithfulness to me. We were so near death, yet it is through the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because his compassion's Fail not. That means they're new every morning and they will never fail. My friend, we have a faithful God who has unending compassions upon his children and upon all those who put their faith in Jesus Messiah. Jesus will faithfully keep his promise to you as foretold in this prophecy, because God is faithful. Friend, if you've never put your faith in Jesus the Messiah, You can do that today. He died for you. He was cut off for you. He paid for your sins. His death was in your behalf. So simply pray from your heart a simple prayer like this. Dear Jesus, I believe that you were killed in my place on the cross to pay for my sins. I know that I'm a sinner and fall short of your holiness. So I ask you to please forgive me by the blood of your cross. Save my soul. I turn away from my sins today, and I turn completely to Jesus Christ for salvation. Come into my heart, Lord, and fill me with the Holy Spirit. Write my name in your holy roll book of heaven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, friend, please let us know so we can pray for you by emailing us at CrestviewCanton.com. You can find our prayer request sheet on our website. And I challenge you going forward to set yourselves to praying and seeking God in His Word. Set your heart on obeying God because the Lord is... Is faithful And he's working in ways today that we cannot see or understand. But we will see one day and understand fully exactly what he's doing. God is in total control. And he has a marvelous plan. And we can trust his plan through Jesus Christ, our Lord. May God speak to you today through his word. Reveal his faithfulness to you. And fulfill his plan for your life. And until next time, God bless you.
1: The veil tore before you, you silenced the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are roaring, the praise of your glory for you.
0: Thank you for listening to Crestview Inspiration. May this ministry touch your heart, encourage you, and strengthen you. And may the Lord bless you in your spiritual walk this week. So, on behalf of the Crestview family, we invite you back next week, Friday at 10 a.m. on WPTL as we spread the good news of Jesus.